0: food allergy mama. If you're here, you've likely experienced the scary and lonely food allergy diagnosis with your child. Unfortunately, food allergy parents aren't taught how to navigate the food allergy lifestyle, and it's easy to feel alone and discouraged sometimes. But I'm here to show you that food allergy life it doesn't have to feel restrictive, scary, or isolated. I'm Karina, and I'm a 17-year food allergy mom and food allergy coach at Friendly Pantry Consulting. I specialize in making food allergy life safer and and less worrisome for food allergy families like yours. I'm not perfect, but over 17 years, I've learned a lot the hard way, and I'm sharing the secrets and resources you won't hear anywhere else that will help you feel confident living with food allergies faster and easier than I did. From introducing allergens, travel, navigating school, and educating friends and family, this podcast will give you the essential tips and strategies you need to help your food allergy child and family thrive welcome to the show. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show. I wanted to do a podcast about getting over the fear of trying allergens and new foods because it is so prevalent. Honestly, so, so many food allergy parents I've talked to have become afraid to give their kids allergens and new foods for many reasons. Maybe that child already has allergies, or a sibling has allergies, or if there was a bad reaction the first time, it can truly cause a sense of trauma, which makes trying new foods really hard. I mean, even the complications of having more than one child with an allergy can be a deterrent because the impact on life is so big. And I know these are all reasons parents sometimes put off trying allergens in new foods, but hopefully you've heard the other side too, why it's really important to introduce those fruits early. I think one of the biggest ones is that we can actually lower the chance of allergies actually developing if we introduce allergens early and often. I mean, how great would it be to lower the chance of food allergies for your child? And I know that's a huge motivator and that many parents want desperately to do that, but fear is still holding them back. So if you're in this boat and you want to introduce a new food or allergen, but you've been putting it off, this episode is for you. By the end of it, you're going to have three tips to make introducing allergens or trying new foods less less scary. So let's get started. Tip number one is to realize that you're not alone. So I know this sounds a little bit odd, but hear me out here because sometimes, as you know, living the food allergy life can be so isolating. And you may have friends who are introducing foods and allergens to their kids, and you might be able to talk to them about it to a certain extent. But honestly, unless their child has an allergy or has had a reaction, they just won't understand what you're going through. And that feeling of isolation can make it seem like you're so alone in the world. And it can actually create a huge sense of guilt because you're seeing your other friends introduce those allergens. It's working out for them. Everything is going okay but you are not doing it. And that guilt can actually cause you to avoid the situation even more. So right now, right here, I want you to know that you are not alone. Even if you don't know someone going through this, the feelings you're having are very common and they're very normal and they are real. Any food allergy parent would feel the same way. And in fact, many do. So you are not alone and you don't need to feel guilty about feeling afraid. So I want you to take that right off the table right from the start. And now that you know that you're not alone and that you're normal and what you're feeling is common, I wanna give you a few ways to move forward, even if it means taking small steps, because I say that small steps lead to big moves. So it's okay to start small. And this leads me to my next point, which can be a little bit hard, but hear me out. Tip number two is to do the work. So here's the thing, this fear that you're having to try new foods, it is not going to go away on its own. Unfortunately, you won't magically feel confident one day. So if you're waiting for that, it's not gonna happen it does take some effort on your part. It's like when you're pregnant and you're so excited to meet your new little one and welcome them into the world. You did everything possible to have a healthy pregnancy and you waited and waited. And even though it was time to have your child, you still had to do the work of delivering that baby. And yes, delivering that baby was definitely hard work, but in the end it was worth it, right? And so is this. So let's dig a little deeper and talk about how we can actually do the work. So the first thing is to focus on facts over fear, not what you see on social media or in Facebook groups. And I want to actually give you a warning about Facebook groups. I know that some people find uh, community in Facebook groups and Unfortunately though, when it comes to facts, these groups aren't really the best place to look. Yes, they are sharing experiences and they're helping you to feel less alone, which is amazing and sometimes it can even feel factual. But if you actually boil down the data, Facebook groups and social media accounts are usually very skewed, simply because people with bad experiences may be extra vocal. Or maybe the algorithm is showing those super emotional posts and not the real data-based story. So I really want to encourage you to please focus on real data and not what you see in Facebook groups or on social media posts. Instead, I'd really love for you to focus on evidence-based data from trusted sources that you know is not biased in any way. The next way to dive into the work is to be prepared and I'm always, especially when it comes to food allergies, I am a f- have a firm belief in that old saying be prepared for the worst but expect the best. So to be prepared for the worst in this situation you will need to work on a couple of things. And one is understanding and knowing the symptoms of anaphylaxis. Number 2, you want to know how to use the epinephrine injector and not be afraid to use it. And number 3, if one of your kids has an allergy and you're introducing a sibling, you're going to need how you're going to need to know how to do that without having the risk of cross-contact in your home. I want to encourage you to know that if you are fully prepared, You are the best person to introduce new foods to your child because you know your child best. You're going to be able to spot a reaction sooner and because you're prepared you're going to be able to give help a lot sooner. So take confidence in knowing that. And the third way I want to talk about when we talk about doing the work is to give yourself grace. And I know this may sound really easy but it can actually be really hard sometimes to give yourself a little bit of leeway. But I want you to know that food allergy life is hard. There are a lot of scary and overwhelming things. Maybe you've had a recent reaction or maybe things are just too overwhelming right now. Let's face it, trying new foods can feel like choosing the best of two hard choices and that is not easy. So if that's the case, give yourself grace. I want to give you that room for that. It's okay. If things are just too overwhelming at this point, make that call and wait. But don't think about it or make yourself feel guilty. If you're in a place where you just can't do this for a month or two, I actually want you to just let it go. Give yourself a month or two without guilt, without worries, without double thinking, no obsessing and just let it be. But here's the caveat. Put a reminder in your phone in one to three months and forget about it. Then when that reminder comes up, I want you to revisit this and do the work again. A little bit of time, maybe just what you need to move forward. Then if you still feel like you can't go ahead, try my next tip. Tip number three is to get help if you need it. So once you've taken that break and you're still struggling, or if you've already been putting this off for just too long, I encourage you to get some help. You could definitely see a registered psychologist because they are really good at lowering anxiety and I have to say that I have had this sort of help and I highly recommend it. It may take a few sessions, but it is going to be worth it. I'll post a link to a food allergy based psychologist that I have come across who is super helpful. Another option is the get over the fear of trying new foods workshop. In this workshop you're going to get the facts from trusted evidence-based studies so you can feel at peace about your decision. You'll gain knowledge, courage, and encouragement to do what you know is right and it takes under an hour to complete. Not only will you get a step-by-step worksheet where you create your plan to introduce food with confidence but you'll also get a full checklist to safely prepare yourself and a proven grounding technique you can use whenever you try a new food or frankly, whenever food allergy anxiety arises. Plus, there's even a myth-busting research fact sheet that has facts from evidence-based science journals. So you can see that trying new foods is not as scary as it seems. You can go to the show notes for a link to that workshop. Okay, so in conclusion, to wrap this up, the three tips for trying new foods are, number one, realizing that you're not alone. This realization will help you to avoid the guilt and help you to focus on it a little bit better. Number two is to actually do the work. You're going to focus on facts over fear. You're going to become prepared and you're going to give yourself grace. And number three is to get help when needed. And I gave you a couple of great options, which include a registered psychologist or the get over the fear of trying new foods workshop. So please let me know what you thought of this episode. I would love to hear from you. Just send me a message over on Instagram. My handle is at friendly pantry. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Before you go mama, if you love this episode and want deeper support, Head over to FriendlyPantry.com to see how we can partner together to keep your food allergy child safer and worry less. There's no need for wasting time searching all over Instagram, TikTok, and the web to get the practical knowledge you need for your family. While you're there, grab your free Food Allergy Kids Empowerment Guide or the newly diagnosed checklist today. Topics are not medical advice and are the opinions, views, and property of Friendly Pantry Consulting Incorporated. All rights reserved. Always contact your board-certified allergist immunologist for health advice.